Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, as always, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about why you should read every day. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and take some copious notes. I have a very informative show for you today. We want to look here, as always, when we start the show here with a Bible verse, and we want to look in Nehemiah chapter number nine, and we want to look at one verse, and that's verse number three. Very fascinating scripture, in my opinion. But notice what it says. While they stood in their place, they read from the book of the law of the Lord, their God, for a fourth of the day, and for another fourth, they confessed and worshiped the Lord, their God. Now, I don't know about you. Not sure if you've ever read this before. This is really interesting to me because I think we know the importance of reading, but many times we don't read like we should. But this here really nails it for me because God apparently believes that reading is truly fundamental. He says to them, notice what he says again. He said, while they stood in their place. So they were not sitting down. They read from the book of the law of the Lord about a fourth of the day, and for another fourth, they confessed and worshiped the Lord their God. So I believe a fourth of the day is probably about six hours. So about six hours, they read the word of God, and then another six, they confessed it and worship God. I want to tell you, there's a reason why we're not strong in the things of God. Many times because we don't read. And if you don't read just in general, but more importantly, if you don't read the word of God and then even go a step further and confess it and worship, how are you going to retain the things of God? How are you going to know what the word of God says, let alone apply it to your situation? I mean, this really excites me, man. But yet it helps me to understand a lot of things that are going on in our world today and why we seem to be going in a downward spiral in the body of Christ and in the world at large. Reading is fundamental. And truly, the Lord thought it was. He had them reading from the book of the law for six hours, standing and reading, reading that word, getting that word in them. What does God's word say about me? Well, I pray that today this will somehow maybe inspire you to start reading from God's word and even reading other books because just reading in general can help you in so many areas of your life. But when I read this, man, it really excited me. And then it challenged me as well 
to up my reading time, not just in reading, but in worship. And some of us would probably say, well, man, pastor, that's impossible. There's no way I can read. I got a job. I got kids. I got this. I got that. But can I tell you something? When we really, truly streamline our life and stop doing the things that we shouldn't be doing, and that's not in the will of God for our lives, we will have more time to do the things we should be doing. Can you really carve out six hours a day to do certain things, four hours a day, three hours a day? You know, what can I do? You got to start where you got to start. But I'm telling you, there's no way to truly love God the way some people say that they want to if you do not spend time with the Lord. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You are as close to God as you want to be. And if you want to be closer to me, there's a lot of the ways you can be, but the number one way is through reading his word. This is how you find out who your God is. I want to make an attempt here to give you about six things to help you understand why you should read every day, because I believe you should. Here's number one. This is why you should read every day. Number one, you want to read every day so that your mental stimulation can help your brain. It's brain stimulation. That's one of the reasons why you should, for mental stimulation for the brain. Notice that when you read every day, you do stimulate your mental activity. So numerous studies have been conducted to understand the benefits of reading. Now, as per this study, one of the prime benefits of reading a book is to slow down the mental disorders, watch this, such as Alzheimer's and dementia. It happens since reading stimulates the brain and keeps it active, which will allow you to retain its power and capacity. So every part of your body needs exercise, we know, to stay healthy. And the same goes for our brain. So reading gives it regular exercise and keeps it healthy and sound. I think that's powerful. And just to add another addendum, that if even if reading, maybe you say reading is not your cup of tea, but hopefully after I share some things with you, it will. Even playing games like chess or solving puzzles, anything that can stimulate and exercise your brain. I, I never thought of it like this. You know how we lift weights or we run or we hike or aerobics or swimming or whatever, we're working muscles where your brain is a muscle. So when you just sitting around, looking around, watching TV, watching movies, that's not stimulating your brain. It's causing it to become lazy. We have to really remember again that our brain has to be stimulated and reading a book or playing chess and different things like that will help exercise it's like lifting weights. So every day you get up, whether it's reading your word, whether it's reading a magazine, whether it's reading something that's stimulating, something that will cause you to learn something. So I'm just not really talking about just blanket reading of anything. Obviously, because I'm a pastor and a Christian, I'm always talking about God's word because I think it's most powerful and profound. But I do believe you can read other things that will stimulate and inform you of the world around you and just help you to become a better person. Number two, for knowledge enhancement. It's been said that knowledge is power. And if that's true, then reading a book is where it all begins. Notice what Hosea chapter four 
Verse number six says, this is from the word of God. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, period. That's how we're destroyed. Think about it this way. There's some things right now that are destroying you because you simply don't know where to locate it or because you're too lazy to read or you say, well, books are for nerds or whatever the reasons that you say. But if you are going to get a hike, if you are ever going to go up, if your altitude is going to go higher from a mental standpoint, then we've got to be knowledgeable about some things. And again, I do believe the word of God is where it starts, but it's not where it finishes. So there's some things around us that we are struggling with, some things that we could be better in. We'll pick up a book and read it. It's been once said, if it's in a book, and you too lazy to read it, you won't find the information that you need. And we have to start, especially those of us that are parents, we got to start our kids reading. Yeah, we got them on these games. They're playing Game Boy, PlayStation, whatever all these other games are. But take some time to empower your children. Again, if you are a parent, sit them down and help them to understand the power of reading. Because again, Yes, we are stimulating our brain, but we are getting some knowledge. Can I say this to you? God can use you at a greater degree when you know something. Your faith can work at a higher level when you know something. Everything really is curtailed to your knowledge base. So look at it this way. You want to expand and you say going to college is not the only way you can expand. Get you a library card. I mean, that's what we had when I was growing up. And I know I'm dating myself because I'm thinking, does anybody go to the library these days? But they still building them. They're still around. And again, it's free. So if you say, I don't have any money to order from Amazon, I don't I don't have any money to buy a Kindle. Let's not make any excuses, man. We are looking to get knowledge. Our God is a knowledgeable God. He knows something. And watch this. If you are his child, he wants you to know something too. And this is how we find it. So one of the great benefits of reading is that knowledge base. And when you gain that, watch this, nothing can be taken away from you. It's something about when you know something, man. There are things that I know. Nobody can take it away from me. Nothing in this planet, nothing in this world, man. Nobody can take away the knowledge that I have. Unlike worldly possessions, those things can be taken away. You know, worldly possessions, you get a car, they can take it. You get a house, a storm can blow it over. I mean, you got uh, precious jewels, somebody can break in your house and steal it. But one thing nobody can take away from you is the knowledge base that you have to the end of time. As long as you are expanding and growing in the things that you know, you can be most profound and used in magnanimous ways because you you know some things. The Apostle Paul is a perfect example of this, who wrote about 13 or 14 books in the New Testament. You know why? Because Paul could read. He was smart. He could write. And so God is very crafty. God is very knowledgeable, even about who he wants to write certain passages, even as the Holy Spirit knew these things. They were moving upon men with their knowledge base and their ability to study and read and retain. All of this stuff was put together by God. But again, he knew what he wanted to do. God, I'm talking about. And as he chose those, he chose them not only based on the will of God, but based on the abilities of what they had. And he used Use them to do great and mighty things. So don't disqualify yourself today because you refuse to read. 
Number three, vocabulary expansion. Man, do we need to expand our vocabulary. Not for everybody else, not so we can brag because we say we've learned a new word today. I have on my phone right now a dictionary. And on that dictionary, it populates a new word every day. A word that I can know the definition and a word that I can use in a sentence. I mean, I've had this app on my phone probably about seven or eight years. And every day I got a new word that I can learn. Why? Because I want to expand my vocabulary. I think it's really bad to be a grown person and still using and and the and uh and mm and all these things. No, you need to expand your vocabulary so you can articulate better, so you can enunciate better. Because watch this. I do believe this. When God promotes you, he elevates you to certain circles and around certain people. You can't just use that language that you use with your friends. It'll never do. You have to grow up. Think about it. Up, not down. You got to grow up and you got to become expansive. So I want to challenge you. Get that app, that dictionary app. You know where to find it. You got a phone. You can find it on certain places. On If you got an iPhone or if you have an Android device, you know, there's places where you can download these apps. Look for it. Look for that dictionary app. It'll shoot you that word of the day every day of your life. And I want you to become a lover of words. Be a wordsmith because this might interest you. When you develop the habit of reading, you enhance your vocabulary because you find words you didn't know. And you can make some salient points as you are talking with other people and as you are interacting with them. You can talk to them about certain things. And it's something about when you're learning, you want to continue to learn. So reading any type of book can improve your vocabulary to an extensive extent. So having a great command over the English language and even in other languages can help you become professional in your academic life. Moreover, with better vocabulary knowledge, you can fill yourself in with certain things that will bring you confidence and cause you to be around certain groups of people. And when you start talking, when you start engaging in conversations, even when you start debating certain topics or whatever the case may be, you can use certain words that can let the people around you know that, man, you put in time, you know your stuff. You're just not out here skirting by the seat of your pants. And so we can expect to see some various differences in our life. I mean, and, and again, make it a family thing. Every day, maybe use a new word that you can present to your spouse, to your kids, whoever it is. Maybe create a club where you can learn some things. We got to start becoming better again. God does not want to use people that are stuck and that are stale and that don't want to go anywhere. Let's show our God that we are ready to be used by him in a powerful way. Point number four, it improves your memory. We all got a memory. The older I get, I say, man, you know, you start forgetting people's names. You start forgetting this. You start forgetting that. But I'm telling you, reading a book, y'all, will help you to improve your memory. And so when you are talking to people, not only can you know their face or identify them from a place that you saw them before, but you can identify names, especially for people who cannot remember names. Open up a book and read 
because you will start retaining certain things. One of the greatest benefits, again, of reading every day is that your brain becomes super powerful. Look at your brain as a computer. Before there were computers, eons and eons ago, before a computer was ever thought about, what were people using? Their minds, their brain power. This is what God has given us. So use it. And it's an amazing fact that our brain can retain a lot of information. And with every new memory, you can create new brain waves, new synapses, those things that helps you retain those things. A cognitive ability goes to the next level. Everything happens as we strengthen and we improve our existing memory. It helps us to recall short-term, long-term things. It's a powerful thing when we can use our mind, especially as it relates to improving our memory. Point number five, it improves focus and concentration. Man, do we need that. One of the worst things that technology has done, it has simply made us lazy. Almost everything is available with ease. We hardly make any effort to focus on solving issues or concentrate on bringing any improvement in our life. We've got to become better at this. If you want some food, just open up your phone and order it. You want clothes, just open up your phone and order it. Whatever you want, you got technology. And I know we live in a technology-based type situation, but if we truly want to focus, reading a book, trust me, forces you to thumb through those pages and look at chapters, look at words, look at sentences, look at sentence structures, look at noun, pronouns, help you to identify the protagonist, helps you to look at the antagonist, helps you to look at the setting, helps you to look at the scene, helps you to understand transitional words. All of these things are important for our focus and concentration because we live in a world where people just want to look at videos. Nothing is wrong with looking at videos, but trust me, reading is fundamental. It, it's the foundation of everything. This is why when foreigners come over to the U.S., they cannot read. The first thing that they have to be taught is what? Reading. Words. The same thing we had to do as kids. If you want to Prove your focus and just concentrate. Man, it's so hard and difficult to get people to concentrate. Their mind drifts after five minutes. After 10 minutes, they get disinterested. They time out. We have to stop this practice. If you want to get stronger, read a book. And notice, reading about 20 to 30 minutes a day can be great again for your brain. So start off with that. Remember, I said in the word of God, they read for six hours. Six hours and then they confess the word and worship for another six. Come on, man. We can at least start there and grow from there. My last point is point number six. Better writing skills. Man, we need this. Reading is one thing, but writing is another. If you want to become a better writer, you got to start reading because if you read more, you naturally become good at writing. And since your vocabulary and pronunciation will improve by reading regularly, it will eventually make you to become a better writer. We are just not taking, or should I say, we're just not talking about writing fictional books or novels or magazines, just writing something every day. 
writing a love letter to your spouse, writing a love letter to your kids, writing a pen pal. Oh boy, am I really dating myself? We had pen pals when I was growing up. Um, when we would send them over to uh, certain places or of the country or whatever the case may be when I was in grade school. You know why? Because reading and writing goes together and it is a lost art. Even today, kids don't even write in cursive. What is that? We had to learn how to write in cursive. What are they teaching our kids today? We got to get back to the fundamentals of life. And the more you read, the better your writing skills will become. You will tend to focus again better on various aspects of writing because we know there's creative writing and poems and different things that we can do. But just sitting down, reading a chapter, and then maybe writing what you remember, what you retain. I know right now you're thinking, man, this is just too much work. But here's my question. Do you want to become better as a person? Do you want to be used by God? Do you just want to be used at all? Or do you just want to be a lazy couch potato that's looking at Netflix and Hulu and everything else on TV? This episode of To Empower You is simply what it is. I want to empower you and help you to understand why you should read every day. I want you to start the start today. Don't give me no excuses. You can do it. I believe in you. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this episode blessed you. If it did, I want you to send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. Go there. Check out my advocacy. Find out what I am about. If this is your first time listening to me, God bless you. I'm so glad. I pray that this has really enhanced you in some way. Share with a family member, a friend, a co-worker. Do it today. All right. I'm praying for you. Believing God's best for you. Go and be wonderful today. And remember above all else to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at thomasadeloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.